KCIM Sports presents the Saturday Morning Coaches Show with sports director Jeff Blankman. Thank you very much, John, and a good Saturday morning. Jeff Blankman with you here again on the Pizza Ranch Scoreboard Show. Of course, we're going to be talking with all of our area coaches from Carroll and Kemper this morning. Uh, we've got Craig Rowetter from the Carroll football team. He'll set to join us next. Ryan Steinkamp from Kemper will follow him in here. And then we've got Michaela Klink from the Carroll volleyball team. Rusty Windermote with the uh, Kemper volleyball team. Thomas Nelson with the uh, Kemper cross-country teams. That both girls and boys. And Deb Danner, of course, uh, with the Carroll girls swim team. All of that coming up here. Uh, we're going to run you through scores. Do want to remind you that uh, we have a podcast of all of the games from last night. So you can go back and listen to all three of our radio broadcasts. We also have uh, the video broadcast from last night's uh, Carroll High game on the CB Sports Network at YouTube channel. So you can go back and rewatch and listen to that game last night. Uh, we have our, our Motor and Player of the Games podcasted for you. Um, the New Way Auto Group scoreboard from show last night is podcast. So if you missed interviews with any of our coaches, following their games last night. That's all nine of our area football teams. We had interviews with those coaches last night and stuff. And if you missed any scores, you can find that uh, that podcast of the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show is up on the website as well. Uh, also, uh, we'll have uh, recap stories on the Brink 60 Sports Report from all of last night's football, plus all of today's upcoming volleyball and swimming. A lot of that will be posted coming up uh, on Sunday. Let's run you through the scores, though, from last night. In Class 3A, District 1, Carroll Tigers again falling last night to Creston by a final of 50-21. to Elsewhere, it was MOC Floyd Valley upending Lamar's 18-13. Algona rolls by Boyden Hole Rock Valley 53-20. Bishop Helan, they stay undefeated, knocking off Sioux City West 49-7. Harlan rolls past Sergeant Bluff Luton 42-6. And Sioux Center downs at Spencer last night by the final of 35 to 14. We'll move over to Class 2A District 8. Kemper flies past Roland. Story 42 to 7 dominated from the get-go. Des Moines Christian knocks off Southeast Valley 52 to 12 in Greene County. Sets up a big matchup with Kemper this coming Friday night, shutting out Sadell 41 to nothing. Class 1A District 2, it was Emmitsburg over Esac 40-3. It was Sioux Central, Sioux Rapids defeating Eagle Grove 44-26. And Manson Northwest Webster upends Pocahontas area 24-20. Class A, I should say, District 7, South Central Calhoun falling heartbreaker for them last night. 35-21 matchup of two undefeated teams. Titans kind of leaving some stuff out on the field. ICAM Manning rallies back, uh, scores like 20 over the final, like 520 of that football game to beat Riverside 38-7. to It was Earlham topping Southwest Valley 60-14. to And uh, Panorama, they down at Wayne of Corden by a final of 35-6. to Eight-man district one, are we even now 4-0 on the season? They cruise past West Harrison, 75-18. It was St. Mary's of Remsen over Booyer Valley, 12-7. Woodbine blows out Siouxland Christian, 78-38. And it was uh, Harris Lake Park knocking off Newell Fonda, 26-18. Eight-man at district nine, uh, Audubon outscores St. Edmund, 66-48. Caminita tops at Coon Rapids Baird, 50-6. Glenn Ralston, they moved to 3-1 and one with a 42-32 road win at Baxter. And it was Collins at Maxwell falling last night. Colonesco winning that game 
46 to 26. Other scores uh, of interest uh, from around the state. ADM defeated Norwalk last night, 47 to 14. Ballard tops Dallas Intergrimes at 24 to nothing. Bondurant Ferraro over Lewis Central, 36-26. Carlisle beats Indianola, 17 to 6. It was Ajira Elkhorn Kimbledon uh, outscoring Sydney 62 to 32. Fremont Mills downs Griswold 49 to nothing. Gilbert beats Boone, giving the Toreadors their first loss 31 to 12. Glenwood doubles up Denison Slashwig 28 to 14. It was Hinton over Ridgeview 12 to 8. Kingsley Pearson knocks off St. Albert 47 to 29. Loma beats Westman Nona 26 to nothing. Madrid over Linville Soli 27 to 9. North Polk cruises past Humboldt 28 to 7. OABCIG knocks off Maple Valley Antonoto 55 to 2. It was Ogden defeating Grandview Christian 29 to 14. Shenandoah beat Missouri Valley 53 to 6. Sibley Sheedon over Alta Aurelia 42 to 6. The final score there. Storm Lake knocks off Barry 56-31. Trainer cruises past Red Oak 46-6. Tri-Center shuts out Westwood of Sloan 24 to nothing. It was Underwood over AHST of Oka Walnut 28-12. Van Meter tops at Clorinda 56-22. West Bend Mallard also takes care of GTRA 58-18. And Western Christian uh, holds on to beat Cherokee last night by a final of 28-21. In Winterset, they beat Atlantic as well, 21-2. So two games last night finishing up with the losing team having just two points on the night. Again, uh, check out all of those scores. We do have a, a complete list of the statewide scoreboard posted for you. It's online again at uh, sports.1380kcim.com. All of last night's games are podcast for you as well. The audio broadcast, the video broadcast of the Carol Creston game on the CB Sports Network YouTube channel. Motor and players of the game, those are all posted as well. Uh, again, to the CB Sports Network YouTube channel, also to the website, uh, Facebook, and Instagram for the CB Sports Network. We'll step away, take a break. More of the Pizza Ranch Score Coaches Show coming up for you next. We'll start talking to those coaches. We've got Craig Rollrider from the Carroll football team set to join us. Uh, following that, again, we'll have Ryan Steinkamp with the Kemper football team. We've got Michaela Clink with the Carroll volleyball team coming in. Rusty Wintermote with the Kemper volleyball team. Thomas Nelson with the Kemper cross-country team. And Deb Danner coming in as well uh, with the Carroll girls swim team. That's next right here on KCIM. Score big when you come on down to the Carroll Pizza Ranch to dig into the country's best chicken, piping hot pizza, and their fresh salad bar. They're open to serve you all your Pizza Ranch favorites from 11 to 8 on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 to 8. Get their famous buffet your way where you can request your favorite pizza. Everyone wins at Pizza Ranch. Just off Highway 30, downtown Carroll, open seven days a week. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch uh, Coaches Show on this uh, Saturday morning here talking right now with Carroll Tiger head football coach uh, Craig Rowetter as the Tigers fall last night to number five. Uh, Creston and Coach, as always, uh, appreciate you giving us some time on this Saturday morning. You bet, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Coach, uh, I know people are going to look at the final score and, and things got a little ugly for you guys and, and it started late in the first quarter, but uh, it sounds like that first eight, ten minutes of the first quarter was really, was really, really good. Yeah, you know, they started out with the ball. They they won the toss and took the ball. So, um, obviously, they're confident in their offense, and they should be uh, with all the weapons they have. But, 
uh, we were able to force him to a three and out right off the bat. Um, you know, then we got the ball and we got a couple first downs, you know, to eat some clock up. Um, just kind of had the a drive stall, stall out on us. And um, in fact, I think we had two two different possessions there. And then they hit a couple quick, like we knew they were capable of. Um, just kind of got us on a couple quick passes and um, doing a little man coverage on the couple. And one miss, unfortunately, when you're doing that, if uh, one missed tackle usually ends up in the uh, not a great situation. Yeah, and and that happened. You, you mentioned 22 points all of a sudden over about the last four minutes or so of that first quarter. And then, uh, you know, you guys capable of throwing the ball but want to run the football. All of a sudden you're probably taken out of what you want to do the, for the most part. Yeah, we had to definitely, you know, we kind of went to the pass game a little bit. There were some holes in the kind of the middle of the field and to, to the flats um, that we tried taking advantage of, you know, just to – um, kind of extension of the run game uh, that way. But, yeah, definitely, you know, it always, once you get down a couple scores, you kind of feel that pressure. you gotta, you got to catch up and catch up in a hurry. Coach, I know you said in the pregame that uh, you thought you guys could, could maybe exploit the middle of that 3-4 defense and get some runs. When you moved the ball early, uh, was that up the middle? Was what you were hoping would work working early on? Uh, we got a couple of runs, actually, right off tackle um, with Rick Galler. Um, early on, we kind of went to our split back look. Um, and Cooper Ludwig kind of led block, or was kind of the lead blocker there. And um, you know, and then and then kind of our buck sweep play, you know, was also the offensive line kind of um, we shifted over a little bit and put the tight end on the weak side, and, and that kind of um, helped our offensive line a little bit, you know, to to be able to run to the strong side. But like you said, unfortunately. That was eating up. It was working, but it was eating up a lot of clock, and we were down, you know, four scorers. It wasn't optimal. How did the defense play up until they got those big plays in the first quarter? You know, against the run, against the uh, their running back. You know, I, I thought we actually did a really good job um, against the, the run. Unfortunately, they kind of exploited that. You know, because we were geared up to stop him and the in the run game and um that's what opened up their opportunities to kind of hit us deep in some one-on-one type situations but no i thought you know up front we handled their size um and they weren't able to just run it down our throat unfortunately they were able to hit us with some you know some big plays coach did you guys claw back some in the second quarter uh you know we we kind of fizzled out on a couple we got down close to the to the red zone, um, just missed on a on a little tight end over the you know trying to again attack that middle area of the field. Uh, just hammer couldn't quite come down with it. A little jump ball in the end zone, and um, then we came up. Should we tried to get a, a field goal, just get some points on the board, and just barely missed a little bit to the right. So uh, yeah, so we were we were shut out in that first half. What what did you guys talk about with the kids at halftime? Uh, offensively, we just, you know, get, see what they were comfortable with running. Uh, we knew, obviously, we were going to have to try to score some points to get back in it. And, um, you know, they gave us good feedback. We kind of, again, went to that overload look. Um, the, the offensive line was comfortable with that. And um, actually, or, uh, Christian Taylor kind of took over the running back duties in the second half. And uh, he, had, he had some nice runs. And, um, the offensive line was feeling confident, and that, you know how it, how it's supposed to work. That usually opens up some 
you know, passing lanes in the pass game where we could kind of pick and choose. And uh, Tate Schleisman did a nice job getting behind uh, their defense quite a few times. And Hammer had some nice ones over the middle, too. But uh, So the offense actually was, you know, put up 21 in the second half against – and Creston didn't pull their starter. So it was it was one ones versus ones still. And, um, you know, so offensively the second half I was, I was fairly, fairly happy with us. How would you get to 21 in the second half? Uh, Carter Essick, he's, I kind of joked with him that, uh, fantasy football, he'd be the goal line vulture because he got, <laughs> he's, we got it down to, just tripped up down to the goal line a couple times. Um, uh, I can't remember who the first one was, but the second one was Schleisman again. And, um, Carter was able to sneak those, those two in. Uh, and then we got Hammer, uh, for the third touchdown. Coach, uh, you, you come back next week, uh, you get another home game, uh, district game with MOC Floyd Valley. So in, in a way, the real season starts for you guys, and certainly uh, not making any excuses, but you've had some guys hurt this year. You've had some guys out. Um, you're starting to get some guys back next week. So anticipating seeing a, a little bit of a different team maybe than we've seen through these first four games? Yeah, well, we'll be a little bit deeper um, come Monday morning, so that you know that is a, a positive. Uh, we're still going to have to, you know, obviously we, we got plenty to fix. Um, you know, I kind of joked with Tom last night in the in the post game that you know the uh, the non district part of the season kind of did the uh, treated us like a baby treats a diaper. So uh, we're going to flip the script here and start kind of fresh with the district play and. Um, you know, I'm excited. I think we're we got it's, it's like you said, it's kind of a clean slate. Um, everything's out in front of you. You know, you got five district games. You got to win them and to have a chance to move on. And we saw it. You know, last year I can't remember if Sioux Center went over. They might have been on four in the non-district, um, and then ended up winning our district. And they were the number, you know, the top seed out of our district come playoff time. So um, it's played out multiple times in the district we're in, and. We're just going to use that and start fresh this week. You mentioned you had some things to fix. What are some of those things? I just continue to establish that run game. You know, we got to be able to run the ball uh, to open up because we've proven that we can throw the ball too. But it it just makes it a lot easier on Carter and you know when we got that run game and can kind of pick and choose when we want to throw. Um, again, I thought last night. You know, he kind of. You can see a, a little more of a relationship building between him and uh, Schleisman out on the routes. You know they're kind of, kind of working them, working them over pretty good. So uh, you know that was a positive to see, and I think we'll get some, you know, more weapons back here to make that passing game even more dangerous. Which shouldn't, you know, it works both ways. That should also kind of lighten the box a little bit uh, with some of the speed that we'll have coming back and. Uh, hopefully the run game, you know, is takes advantage of that. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate your time. I know you're headed up to another volleyball tournament. Carol, getting to host one this week, so you don't have to at least leave time at town, I should say. But uh, appreciate you joining us here on this Saturday morning. I will see you up there a little bit later on after the uh, coaches' show gets done at 9 o'clock here. I'm going to shoot up to the tournament. So I appreciate you joining us. We'll chat with you again a little bit later on this morning. Sounds great, Jeff. Thank you, and go Tigers. Head coach Craig Rowetter again with the uh, Carroll Tiger football team will be back. We're going to talk with Ryan Steinkamp about tonight's big win over at Row One Story when we come back on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Savings going on.
Island storewide here at Pringer Summerland. Matt, this month there are some excellent buys. Yep, we've got the Starrett sofa for $4.88. And when you buy that, you get the matching chair for free. If you're in the market for a dining set, we've got the Martin Five Piece for only $3.99. If you're looking to upgrade your bedroom, we've got the Willow Queen Slap Bed for only $3.98 in four finishes. And there's no interest for 24 months with certain purchases. Pringer Summerland, 1318 Highway 30 West in Carroll. Back here on the Pizza Ranch scoreboard show, Jeff Langman talking to the very happy head football coach of the Cabernets right now. Uh, Ryan Steinkamp joining us. They come off a 42-7 win over at Roland Story to start the district season. The Knights have won two straight, and, and Coach, appreciate you joining us here. Congrats on a, what a performance last night. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Jeff, for having me. You bad Coach. I got the sense when I talked to you earlier in the week, you felt good about this game, but their size <laughs> concerns you a little bit. Um, sounds like the size didn't impact you guys much at all tonight. Yeah, no, they're they're a good football team. You know, they're well they're well coached. They've had a lot of guys that play that football. Um, we just, we were able to use some of our um, quickness and speed. They, they they definitely had size and were, were physical. Uh, but I just I just love our the way our guys um, attacked it. What stood out to you about the defense tonight? You hold them to seven. Uh, something had to go right with the defense. Yeah, no, we just uh, we. We spent a lot of time on tackling. I think that really clicked. I thought our DBs tackled a lot better. Um, D line did a nice job, um, just making piles and linebackers feel. So it was just, it was just good, clean football at all three levels. I heard Doug Waniger say something about the wrestler wrestling and the wrestlers came out for you guys on Friday night. Does that kind of, does that kind of sound like it was right? Excuse <coughs> me. Yeah, it does because we actually we brought out the wrestling pad in practice <laughs> this past week. We put we put everybody through it twice, two different days. Like we were going to practice just takedowns and running our feet and so it definitely showed and the kids you know the, the kids knew it was an issue we had to work on it so I just, I'm proud of them for just you know recognizing it and um, getting better from it was it every level of the of the defense that played well or what or was there certain levels or certain kids that maybe stood out to you a little bit um you know we kind of talked like coaches like defensive part of the game like you know it's always kind of it's just a solid one around I know uh, linebackers had nice, some nice tackle philosophers in the second half on blitzes um, Ken Sanders and Tate Baird, but that started up front at D-line, making nice holes, and, you know, everybody just did a nice job overall. I know Roland Story did score, so they had to put some kind of <laughs> offense together, but how was, were they ever really able to establish uh, an offense against you guys anyway consistently on, on Friday night? Um, you know, the second half, you know, we, we preached it, you know, about, hey, 0-0 zero, zero score, um, you know, we got to win this half, all, um, and the second half could not start out worse as we went three and out. And then they, they, they had started attacking on our weak side a little bit, and we didn't make adjustments fast enough. Um, and then they scored about three or four run plays right down our throat. And then the next series, we went forward on our own 30, quarterback sneak and bubble the snap. So they were right there at 21-7 with a chance to um, you know, make it a one-score game. And our defense came up big and got a, got a, um, held them on four downs right there. So really proud of the way our kids just responded to that, in that moment. You know, that we definitely could have – um, folded a little bit there, but they they held strong and we marched down and scored after that. What take us through that fourth down play? How were you guys able to hold them to get the momentum back? Uh, we got a nice sacks. So it was like fourth and fifteen, and our you know is this you know, previous times this year we've given that up. So it's great to see the kids you know make that adjustment. Can't talk all about the defense uh, holding them to seven. Your offense puts up forty two. I think Carson Kenny had a special teams touchdown for you as well. But offense started like it was clicking right away. Yeah, that, that starts the guys up front. I mean, this is the best. I'm not sure how many rushing yards we had, top of my head, but three rushing touchdowns. O line did a great job. Like we were moving the sticks constantly. So 
they got to clean up their penalties a little bit, but, you know, it wasn't because of lack of effort. So, as you know, great to see the old line. Um, have a great night. What was working in the running <laughs> game then? Um, just hitting the, hitting the holes hard, you know, hitting the seams. I said they're big, but we, we kind of feel like we get some creases. In the, and then um, uh, we, we started running the outside a little bit more, too, and using our speed. And Kenny's a, uh, a variety of guys there. Who ran the ball well for you? Which running backs kind of stood out? Um, Case and Pierce. Uh, Will, Will Simons was – you know, introduced tonight too. He ran some nice. You know, we got under center, just raining a little bit, and you know, he he established himself tonight too. So that was awesome. Uh, and then uh, Carson and DJ did a great job running on the edge for us. Take us through the pass game. How are, how how did the pass game look? And, and it sounds like a lot of the touchdowns came through the rush game. Uh, who, who got the touchdown passes for you tonight? And touchdown catches. <laughs> um, DJ and Ben Gurkin each had one. Uh, the pass game was good. No, Brock did a great job. You know. Uh, he got a little bit of pressure tonight through a good line, but um, he took it with there. You know, there's a, sh- a short game a few times. There's the hitches, uh, the bubbles, the screens, and then, you know, we hit him on some nice deep ball. So um, he did a great job of, you know, looking guys off and um, taking what was there and hitting some big plays. And I know the guys on the scoreboard show last night talked a little bit about DJ getting some time at wide receiver. He's seen a little bit of that here these last few weeks. What have you guys seen from him, and, and how is he benefiting the offense in a different way? Um, you know, he's he got great size and speed, too, so he can create some mismatches out there. And obviously we have other good receivers and skilled players, too. So it just kind of makes, you know, another um, just another weapon that we have uh, able to use and it, it creates, um, you know, most of the defense to prepare for. Up uh, 21-0, you said at halftime. Um, how did you get points in the second half? How quickly after that uh, fourth down stop were you guys able to score? Um, then it was just kind of a, uh, kind of some, some nice long drive, you know, just eating up the clock, just, you know, watching that clock roll, controlling it, you know, and, you know, getting the second short and keeping the sticks alive was kind of a, just, just just good drives overall. We know Carson Candy is a student of whatever sport it is he's playing, loves basketball, but uh, loves, I think, just knowing sports. Uh, punt return, I think it was for him tonight. Talk about special teams and, and what Carson was able to do for you. No, we kind of knew that, you know, they, they had a quick punt, so a block wasn't very likely. So we set up a, uh, Coach Stevens set up a return. And it was just blocking. He made he had a good ten yards blocked. He made one guy miss. The guys turned around, kept blocking. Um, you know, it was one of those like it kind of reminded me of the Jets game the other night, where it just kind of keep blocking down the field and guys getting away <laughs> and hustling. Like when he scored, there was like guys all around him because they're just it was just just great overall team playing. Just as well, you know, you know, we we put a few you know non-starters on those special teams, but they take it to heart and just great to see them have success and make it uh, taking taking care of that. Last week, you guys get your first win to gain some confidence going into the district. Now you start the district season uh, with a big road win, kind of announcing yourself to the rest of the district that uh, you're, you're still there. Uh, what's this win mean for this team, especially going into that big game at Green County next week? Um, just next week, it's the next game. Zero and zero, we have one game at a time. You know, we just talk to the kids about that all that. You know, we said enjoy this one tonight, but you know, next week our goal is. Um, to take take care of it one game at a time, zero and zero. Don't can't get can't get too much hype or anything like that too, and just focus on what's in front of us one play at a time. What what do you know about Green County? What what am I going to see next week when I call that game? Um, I I haven't checked a ton, honestly. Just kind of looking through a few stat things here now. But I know they're always well coached. They're always athletic. Um, I know they have that returning quarterback. I think it's the Eversol kid. So they're they're a good team. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate the time. Congrats again on the win. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you again next week.
Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Jeff, for having me. You bet. Head coach Ryan Steinkamp again with the Kemper Knights. They win last night again 42-7 to on the road at Roland Story. We'll be back. We'll talk at Carroll Volleyball. Michaela Clank joining us next here on the Peter Inch Scoreboard Show. A highlight home from Mid Island Real Estate, 2016 North Randall Road. Don't wait to buy this two-bedroom, two-bath condo. This upper unit is very open, kitchen appliances included, plus the washer-dryer. A one-car garage, master bedroom has a bath, walk-in closet, and a private deck. Another deck off the living room, nearby park, trail, and golf course. So call today to buy this condo at 2016 North Randall Road with a price of $199,000. This is Holly Shrek with another quality offering from Mid Island Real Estate. Take your tour at midiowateam.com. Back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show, talking Carol Tiger volleyball right now with head coach Michaela Clank and coach. Uh, always good to talk to you. Appreciate you joining us here today. Yep, good to talk to you. You bet. We get to talk after a couple of wins for you guys, two in a row this week. Uh, we'll start with those in just a second here, but we do want to bounce back to last Saturday. I know it wasn't a great trip up to Rockwell City as you guys uh, played in a very tough tournament. Uh, Got a couple of set wins up there. Uh, just didn't come up with any match wins. But what did you see from your club last week that kind of led to this two-game winning streak Tuesday and Thursday? Yeah, we um, came out strong. We played two ranked teams right off the bat in the morning um, against Kemper and um, Bridgeview. They did a really good job of um, matching their energy and their tempo. Um, and then we took SEC to three games, and I think – just going to three games and not um, coming out with that win kind of took the wind out of our sails. And um, we just learned that, like, every every single point matters, every single game matters. Um, and talking about um, just coming together as a team, like, when we're all down. And I think we took that into um, this week. You got Caitlin Aiden back as well. How much has that helped just to have her on on the floor a little bit? Um, well, that helped us out a lot Tuesday, but now she's back out again, and um, unfortunately she won't be finishing out the season with us. I am sorry to hear that, Coach. It was good to see her play on Saturday and then to see her in the stats on Tuesday as well. Let's talk about that Tuesday match. A, a 3-1 win against Denison Schleswig. You dropped the first set, uh, but then came back, uh, won the next three, including dominating uh, set number three, 25 to 9. So uh, a, a close loss in that first set. What was kind of how that how did that first set kind of play out? And then what changed for you guys to be able to gain control? Yeah, I think we just got off. Um, on a shaky start, they got off and pushed points, and we were just trying to play catch-up that game. Um, and so we just talked about the importance of, you know, getting that head start ourselves and um, being ready and, like, matching um, Denison's energy. I think I noticed that night maybe four or five different girls were in double digits in digs. So that tells me that the back row played pretty well for you against Denison Slushwick. Yeah, they did. They had um, a lot of digs, a lot of touches. Um, for a little bit, we were struggling in that first game um, with just getting our passes up, um, and then they really worked through that and were able to um, find success. A 25-9 win in set three, was it due to serve? Were you just blocking everything? How, how were you able to really control that one? Um, I think we just really ran the tempo of that game, and we just set the pace, um, our hitting efficiency, was super high um, then, and we just weren't making mistakes that game. Who stood out for you? Did anybody have a, a big match or a big set in that win over Dennis and Slushwick? Oh, I don't know. I think a lot of them um, just played lights out. 
think Caitlin Aiden was ready to come out, and I think she was hungry for um, some big hits. Um, so we can definitely tell um, in her style of play that night and um, just all around our hitters were doing some pretty great things. 26-24, a set for a win to clinch that victory that night. What was the difference in that four set for you late? Um, I think they just kind of got it figured out. They just decided that they weren't going to let them win. <laughs> just a mental thing? and, and, and it Yeah. Uh, yeah. With, the, with us, it's just a lot of mental stuff. And um, we've really been talking about, like, you, we can decide now um, if we're going to let this team beat us or if we're going to step up and we're going to do it. And I think that was the big um, change. We decided, nope, this is our game. Coach, you guys then went to Winterset on Thursday night. Did you take that energy from Tuesday? Uh, you got off to a 2-0 start against uh, Winterset on Thursday night? Yeah. I mean, it's always good to come off a win. You kind of have that um, ego boost a little, which I think we needed, um, and they were ready to play. What stood out for you? I think you and I were talking during the commercial break. You really said the block was getting a lot of touches, and what, what kind of stood out for you against Winterset? Yeah, um, just like the dominance of it like they came out um, deciding like they wanted to win that game um, and you could totally tell by their attitudes and how they were coming together like if someone made a mistake they truly came in um, and talked to each other in the circle not just um, made a point to do it and go back like we weren't just going through the motions Coach, I tell you what, uh, shows a lot of character for this team to, to win the first two on the road, then drop two straight, including a 25-12 a to 12 loss in that four set. So Winterset kind of came out and, and played really well. But to, to come back and get that, uh, that win in set five, 15-12, the final in that one, uh, what changed and what, how did you guys get the momentum back in that fifth set? Oh, goodness, yeah, that was stressful. We were actually down, I think it was like 4-10, to 10 or something, and um, I think Morgan Roberts just got in that front row, and she has this, like, positive energy about her, um, and she got a huge kill for us, and it was just, like, a big turning point, and she was able to, um, like, help lead the team mentally for us. That's outstanding. When did you, when did you grab your first lead there in that say, in that fifth set then? Um, I think right, af- right after that, we just started, we got on a serving run, um, I can't remember who was serving, but um, from then on, we just shut them down. Coach, you guys get to be home today. Uh, you're going to be hosting your big tournament here today, a, a really good field there. I know I've got quite a few local schools, but uh, Audubon, Newell, Fonda, Spencer, Storm Lake, South Central Calhoun, Ike, Manning, and Fort Dodge, along with you guys going to be there. Um, how, how do you like the tournament field today, and, and what are you hoping to see from the Tigers? Yeah, Um I like that we I'm pretty excited to play New Fonda. Um, South Central Calhoun is in the other um, pool, so hopefully um, we can come out on top in our pool and then get a nice um, ego boost rematch against them. Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck tomorrow. Appreciate you joining us here today. I'll be out there. I'll see you tomorrow, or I should say it later today. Uh, so have a good one and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. All right. Thanks. You too. Head coach Michaela Klink again with the uh, Carol Tiger volleyball team back with more from the uh, Pizza Ranch Coaches Show right here on KCIM. Do you notice loved ones who have given up on their appearances? 
sleep at odd hours of the day, have extreme mood changes, isolate themselves, or are getting into trouble with the law? Do you fear they may be struggling with addiction to alcohol or other drugs? In recognition of National Recovery Month, the Recovery Center at Meaning Regional Healthcare Center wants to remind you to keep an eye on loved ones if you recognize any of these symptoms. The Recovery Center offers personalized treatment plans based on an individual's addiction and core values. Call 712-655-2300 for help today. Talking a little Kemper Volleyball here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show as Rusty Wintermote joining us here. The Knights continue to roll on, having won 13 straight, headed up today to the CYO Tournament. And coaches, always appreciate your time. Well, again, it's always good to see you, or not see you. I guess I can't see you through the <laughs> through the, uh, the phone right now since we're driving up to uh, Bishop Healing this morning. It's a beautiful morning, but uh, 6.30 came off early, but the kids are asleep, so I don't think they're going to hear a word I'm saying as I'm driving here for you, Mr. Mr. Blakeman. So, but yeah, it's good to talk to you this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's bounce back quickly. Last weekend, uh, you guys won uh, the South Central Calhoun Master Blaster Tournament. Uh, got some big wins. Uh, knocked off a pretty uh, solid uh, East Sac and South Central Calhoun club. Uh, they defeated a really good Ridgeview club as well. Uh, that was the only one where you dropped a set. Ended up winning the rest of them 2-0. Uh, got by Ridgeview uh, two to one, um, winning that last set. At uh, fifteen thirteen, so uh, what was the difference for you guys really in that in that Ridgeview match, especially in that uh, third set? Well, it was you know the, the first set we started out really strong, serve, serve, receive, all the phases were working, and you know the only hiccup we had was when the ball uh, when they started line driving, or actually it wasn't line driving; they were doing some lollipop serving short. Took us a little bit to adjust to it and pop it up. But I think the, the the two games that we were um, that we won, it, the difference was our blocking. Uh, we caused we caused their they have two solid outside hitters and a middle hitter that's just quick. Uh, we struggled with the middle hitter no matter what during the whole match. She just found a way to get into the seams even if we had them. I felt closed uh, on the block, but uh, they had two outside hitters that really kind of remind me of the Missouri Valley hitters from last year's regional final that uh, uh, they they would find it. If you took their cross away, they would have to go line, and then they started to miss line, and then they started to go back to cross. So they, they kept us having to move our block with what their success was. But uh, there, was, there was a time during that uh, uh, game, uh, game three and two where they found a way to, hit over our block and then the, the girl was only about 5'8 but she reminds me so much of um, the, uh, again I forget names I apologize the outside hitter for um, Audubon who could just flat out get up quick and jump and that's who they were they were jumping quickly and they swung hard I mean it was it was the hardest hitting team we've played so far in Ridgeview but we made enough adjustments and uh, enough decisions on and again the kids were talking about how they wanted to rotate a little bit further and force them to cross and uh we went with their judgment and it was successful and kaylee was just picking up some serious bombs from from their outside hitter and and brie was doing a nice job trying to cover between the block brooke as well was finally getting some digs that she deserved to give but i think our touches it wasn't mainly a solid blocking dig match but it was our touches which saved our back line a lot of times, which caused them to make 
adjustments of shots, especially on the right side. And the middle, they just, they dominated us in the middle. We just had enough touches in the middle that allowed us to transfer a lot of things. And we hit hard. We just, we came back at them hard. We had some out of system plays. Like you're wondering, where did that come from? You know, plays that would just pop up and Casey on the second ball would, would, would jump in and Aubrey would jump, Aubrey would jump in and, and get a kill. And it was just something they weren't expecting us to do or ready for us to do. So our ability to play uh, out of system attacking was probably the biggest difference in that win. Coach Maddie Nielsen, the young lady from Audubon, I think you were referring to. So a good weekend for you guys last week. Kind of kept that roll going. Kind of rolled you right in uh, to a doubleheader uh, triangular that you guys hosted against uh, both Red Oak and St. Albert uh, on uh, Tuesday night. I got a chance to see uh, the matchup with uh, Red Oak. Anticipated it being a fight, uh, and it was. Uh, you guys got out of there with a 3-0 win. Uh, I thought uh, I thought your back row, I thought your serve receive was really good. Um, I thought you guys were really balanced in the swinging. Uh, I thought both of your setters did a fine job as well. So what stood out for you in the win over Red Oak? Well, I think really to me what stood out was it wasn't the attacking, it wasn't the passing, it wasn't anything that dealt with the phases we always talk about. It was there. It was nice to see their composure and body language has been huge for this group. And their composure and body language throughout that whole match, it didn't matter if it was one, two, or three, the, you know, the set, um, when it was tight, they never let it get far away from them. They just kind of kept okay, we've got to, you know, limit our runs and what we do and what we allow them to do. And, and let's just continue to do what we do best, and that's swing hard. And, and uh, they, they finally would – we would make a suggestion. They would run with it. But I, I, to me, the biggest difference was their desire to get that win uh, against a really solid Red Oak team and also St. Albert. Uh, but it was just their composure and their body language. I mean, you could tell when kids are frustrated, they – some, you won't have a you won't have a complete team doing something. Well, to me, it looked like there wasn't one person out there. It looked like six people were trying to do something. Six people agreed what they needed to do. Six people had my shoulders were up. You know, if I made a mistake, they didn't look over to the bench. They just looked at each other, and, and we kind of talked about it. it's not us that's playing. It's you. You figure out a way how you need to solve it. They did a great job of solving. Uh, some of the things that Red Oak did, because Red Oak did some, they had some different hitters and spots that weren't there on video. So, like I said, Montgomery does a great job of coaching. She mixed it up, and we had to rethink our process. And uh, But hats off to the girls, not just for the other game, the phases. It was the composure and the and the um, just the attitude. We're not going to let this slip from us. We're not going to let them, they weren't going to let something get away from them. They were going to be the assertive and aggressive we were going to make decisions. So that was fun to see them grow in that aspect in that match. I thought you guys served well, and Elsa Tiefenthaler had a, a great day serving in that matchup. Didn't get a chance to see the St. Albert matchup that night. Apologize for that. But what stood out for you? You sweep a team that's ranked in 1A and, and a pretty solid ball club. It, it wasn't. And, again, uh, we talked about that that night, is that we were going to run into a coach that, knows how to put kids in the right position to be successful. And the first game was we didn't do anything bad. Um, it was a 25-22 ball game, but she just made adjustments from what she saw us doing. And she was running a little more gap shooting on their attacks, and we, we, it took us a little bit to adjust to it. 
Um, but then our serve wasn't as strong in that first game. We, we just kind of put it in play and they brought it back and uh, we had to make an adjustment in their mindset about what kind of serving we thought would be successful. And uh, we went with a more of aggressive serve towards the sidelines and that really caused the St. Albert's to be out of system and they just had to free ball it over. They were hitting deeper shots, but our block was really on in games two and three against, against St. Albert's and, uh, we got them frustrated. You know, the center was having to run five miles. She got her, she got her workout in. So our kids did their job with serving, um, and it wasn't really just one. You know, Elsa was the big factor in that first matchup, in that first game against Red Oak. But that second game, it was, it was everybody. It was pretty consistent on the aces and and serves and less and less and less serving errors. Now we did have some serving errors in that first game against St. Albert's, but. Um, we came back and served a lot stronger, more consistent, but just attacked certain zones that allowed them to have to play out of system. So I think for us that was the biggest difference was getting them out of system because they were in system when we were playing them in game one. So kids made a nice adjustment uh, to that game plan. Well, Coach, I know you guys getting ready for that to CYO tournament today. Should be a fun one. We appreciate your time here today. Uh, look forward to catching up with you next week. We'll recap uh, the CYO and how things go, and we'll talk about how next week goes for you as well. So appreciate the time today. Uh, best of luck today, and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. We will. We will. We will do the best we can to bring back some good news for you, but uh, looking forward to facing some good competition but again, as always, Mr. Blankman, it's awesome to talk to you and, and enjoy the rest of your work, your, your weekend, sir. You bet. Head coach at Rusty Wintermode again with the Kemper Knight Volleyball Team back with a more coming up next year on KCIM. Score big when you come on down to the Carroll Pizza Ranch to dig into the country's best chicken, piping hot pizza, and their fresh salad bar. They're open to serve you all your Pizza Ranch favorites from 11 to 8 on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 to 8. Get their famous buffet your way where you can request your favorite pizza. Everyone wins at Pizza Ranch. Just off Highway 30, downtown Carroll, open seven days a week. Whoa, that's good. Hi, this is Dr. Rick Godding. Join me here on KCIM at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings where I talk about orthopedics and whatever else really comes to mind. We have a good time on the show, and we would like to invite you to join us. Listen this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. right here on KCIM for the St. Anthony Hospital Orthopedic Show with Dr. Rick Godding. For more information about St. Anthony Orthopedics, go to stanthonyhospital.org or call 794-5536. We're back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. Going to talk a little Comfort Cross Country right now. As head coach Ed Thomas Nelson is joining us. And coach, as always, appreciate the time. Uh, it's great to be here. You bet, Coach. You guys have had what we would call a, a somewhat busy week. Ran last Saturday up at Holstein and then uh, Thursday down at Panorama. Uh, sounds like both went well for you. Let's start uh, Thursday night here quick uh, with Panorama. We'll start with uh, the boys. Um, you had some guys finish well. How did you feel like you guys ran on what sounded like a new course there? Yeah, they, they did a new course this year. We ran kind of down by the lake. It was really scenic for the kids. Um, a lot of our kids enjoyed it pretty well. Um, I thought our boys team did really good right now. Uh, we're still figuring out some of the final placings, um, but we believe the boys team got second overall. Um, so we were really excited about that. Uh, there's some strong competition there. They're in the Atlantic from conference. 
uh, ACGC, which is, you know, just a really solid team, uh, definitely got ahead of us. And, and but our kids uh, really got out and competed. There was a tight, uh, a tight kind of start where it funneled pretty quickly. Um, and, and I told the boys, you know, you're going to decide uh, in, in this first 150, 200 meters, like, are you here to compete today? Uh, if you are, we're going to get out, we're going to get in position, and then, you know, get into our race pace. But uh, it's not a day to go out slow and, and then get trapped in the crowd. And uh, I was really happy with how they got out. Um, and, and that kind of stuck with them the whole race. Uh, Ryan had, uh, and Jake had told kind of, uh, you know, the other varsity guys, hey, you know, get, get in the pack and go together today. Um, and, and Dayton um, and Blake and Thomas and Fletch all really did that. Uh, Dayton had a really, really good run for us. So that was exciting to see. And, Thomas uh, ended up a lot closer to Fletch than he had the last night, so he's really coming into form. So we were really excited about how the boys team performed. And, Coach, uh, it sounds like you said the kids really liked the new course. Was it the type of challenge that you wanted to see for them at this point of the season? Yeah, I, I think we were really happy, you know, not only with the course but the competition. Um, and, and our kids, you know, are always excited to compete, especially against a couple conference teams. Um, you know, also got to give credit to Charlie Bading. Um, he's been competing with Jacob McCarger. Uh, you know, they've been kind of back and forth for that seventh varsity spot. Um, and, and they both, I thought, ran really, really well. Uh, but Charlie edged Jacob. So, you know, going forward, he'll be our seventh varsity guy. And, uh, you know, I expect Jacob to keep competing and, and trying to earn it back as the season goes on. But, you know, Charlie being a freshman, I think he's taking a lot of really positive strides for us this year. And, Excited to see what he continues to do. Let's flip to the girls real quick from Thursday night. Marie had another strong night as we anticipated, but overall, how do you think things went for the girls? I thought the girls did really well. Um, I, as you said, you know, Marie had a, a really good night as always. Um, she ran a pretty good time for herself this season. It looks like it's going to be around 20:36. Um, so she's continuing to edge down as the season goes on, which is exactly what we want to see. Um, Addie Davis. Uh, I believe got 24.58, and uh, that that puts her right uh, under 25, and she's been working down um, in that direction the last couple meets. She's been really consistent for us for a freshman over the last couple meets, so that's that's really good for us. Um, Kyra almost got a PR, and she was our, she was our third runner. Julia Julia Canny's been uh, sick for the week, so um, we didn't get to see her run, and hopefully we get her back next week. But you know, uh, Kyra and Shelby both. Um, I, I think they did pretty good jobs for us with getting good time. So uh, I, I think they got 11th um, overall out of 16. So um, without Julia, that's a pretty good finish for us. Coach, let's bounce back quickly to last weekend. You guys ran up at Holstein. I know the girls were uh, a little short uh, with some of your runners off at ACT and SAT test and stuff, and the boys uh, had a solid one against a really strong field. So just kind of your overall thoughts on, on how things went last Saturday. Um, so, yeah, we, we were definitely short on the girls' side, but the girls who ran, ran really well. Um, Reagan Geringer ran one of her best times of the year. Um, Abby Davis, Kyra Walterman, and Shelby, uh, they all PR'd. Um, so, you know, even though we were missing uh, Marie and Julia, you know, our girls still really came out and competed um, and, and, you know, really improved on their own time. So I, I was really happy to see that because that's one of those, you know, what are you going to get when you're missing your, your two best varsity runners? Um, are people still going to show up? And they all, I thought, really uh, answered that call strongly. How about on the boys' side of things? I think you had everybody there, if I remember correctly. Yep. Boy, boys, we pretty much had everyone there. Um, Blake had a, a really good race in PR. Um, we, we, we finished well. We finished fourth out of 14. Uh, we, we really, our goal was try to, to try to get up with Sioux Center. 
um, and, and we just kind of missed that. Um, it was not our best team race ever. Uh, David wasn't feeling very well that day, so he wasn't uh, up as close to Blake or, or even past Blake as, uh, you know, he normally would be. Um, but, you know, every, as you know, we said, everyone has those days. Um, and Dayton's been having a really strong season for us, which he showed again on Thursday. So uh, we're not too worried about that moving forward. But, yeah, getting fourth out of 14 is pretty good for us. Coach, I know they have two different divisions there, and it's been a few years since I've gotten over to that meet. Do they do they run both divisions together? They they do not. They they separate the races. Okay, that, I kind of wondered on that, so I thought that'd be interesting. That'd be a pretty big pack of kids if they ran every team together, would it not? Yeah, yeah, that that'd be a lot. So <laughs> we're we're glad they separated it, and everyone you know gets a little more space then. Coach, let's uh, talk next week. Uh, you guys are back in action Tuesday. Head down to Quail Run uh, Tri Center Invitational. What are you looking at? I know I see Harlan's going to be there. Um, you got Logan. I know on the girls' side, usually really, really strong. Another local team for us, and Audubon's going to be down there. So, what are you looking at uh, next next Tuesday? Yeah, we're we're just looking at uh, continuing to see improvement in our times. You know, uh, as far as the placing goes, as long as we keep, you know, getting our times down a, a little further, we'll live with the placing. Um, we haven't run this one before. We were going to run it last year. I believe it got postponed and then it didn't work out for us. Um, so we're excited to kind of see a new course uh, take it somewhere else. Um, but but really, we're just going to try to take another step forward. And, you know, like I said, like Julia Caney being sick, we're, we're hoping we get her back for this. Um, and, and just, you know, seeing our kids uh, take the next step to get into where we want to go. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Best of luck coming up uh, next Tuesday down at Tri-Center, and we look forward to catching up with you again next week. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. You bet. Head Coach Thomas Nelson again with the uh, Kemper Cross Country teams. We'll be back with a more of our Pizza Ranch Coaches Show coming up next right here on KCIM. Score big when you come on down to the Carroll Pizza Ranch to dig into the country's best chicken, piping hot pizza, and their fresh salad bar. They're open to serve you all your Pizza Ranch favorites from 11 to 8 on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 to 8. Get their famous buffet your way where you can request your favorite pizza. Everyone wins at Pizza Ranch. Just off Highway 30, downtown Carroll, open seven days a week. Oh, that's good. We're back here at the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this Saturday morning here on KCM. we got to talk some Carroll girls swimming right now as head coach Deb Danner joining us. And, Coach, as always, good to catch up with you. Yeah, it's always good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Coach, we appreciate you joining us here. We know we don't have a meet to, to talk about. You guys haven't swam since uh, last Thursday. I think it was against Des Moines-Lincoln. But uh, you're back in the pool coming up again a little bit later on this Saturday morning. You guys are headed up to Fort Dodge. But still wanted to touch base with you and see how the, the week went. And you and I were chatting during the commercial break. And you were really pleased with the production you saw from the girls this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um we get, we've been going hard all week, and the girls have done a great job handling it. Um, so, yeah, I feel like uh, they got a lot out of it, and and I really feel like it's going to show up at the meet. What did you guys focus on this week? Was it just a lot of miles and a lot, or a lot of yards, I should say, or, or what did you focus on? Well, you're pretty close with the miles. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, No, we, we did a lot of underwaters. We did a lot of rough control. Um, 
you know, I feel like that's really going to help us out for this, this uh, meet. You know, we worked on our turns a bit, but um, yeah, you know, just, just not breathing so much. will really help with their times. Um, and I know that sounds really bad. Don't breathe, but that's what swimming is not breathing. So um, yeah, you know, we, we work on those things pretty much every single day along with our yardage, but um, you know, and, and they, they did it very well. They, they handled it very well. And yeah, I think it's really going to show up and, and we're going to see some time improvement. Coach, you feel like this off week then as far as no meets kind of came at a good time to be able to focus on that stuff? Yeah. You know, having our first two meets, we got to see, you know, where more of our weaknesses were and, and it really showed up that, you know, our underwaters were, were fairly weak. So um, yeah, it gave us a, a whole week, a, a week of, practicing that and hopefully getting better at it Did you guys get some time to be able to work on turns and all that stuff as well yeah yeah we you know we always try and throw turns in there too um you know and and a lot of it too is is while they're swimming their laps it's like you're working on your turns and and you know getting feedback to them about their turns what they need to do different and um you know so every every time they swim a lap, they do a turn, and they get a chance to practice that. So, yeah, you know, and then we do take a little bit of time to work on turns, just turns them themselves. So, um, yeah, hopefully that'll all work out, and we'll see something with that. Been pretty happy with the fundamental part of, like, the turns and, and, and those things here early in the season? Yeah, you know, we talked about that right from the beginning of the season, that we really want to work on our turns, our underwaters, Um because I wasn't real worried about their speed as we move on through the season. Um, we always do great with that. We always pick it up. Um, you know, I just wanted us to start out the season just stronger than the other teams, you know, going in and out of turns. So, um, you know, we kind of focus on that quite a bit. What areas have you been most happy with here through the first two meets? Um, you know, we we – have started out with higher yardage than we have in the past and the girls have really responded well to it. So, you know, our times are starting out really, really well. So, um, yeah, you know, I just, I think if we just keep moving forward with that, we're going to, by the end of the season, we're going to have a great, great time. Coach, uh, I, I know that uh, things still not done at the rec. We, we've talked about that a little bit. Uh, so been lucky to have weather conducive for practices. Has things worked out that way for you guys so far? Yeah, so far so good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, the weather has been cooperating with us very nicely so far. Um, we had that week where it was a little warm and the water was a little warm outside, but um you know, that's that really wasn't much different than what we normally experience at the rec center. So um, they did, they did, they got through that week, no problem. And, you know, so it's been a little bit cooler this week, which has been great. So the girls have been able to work a little bit harder with a little bit cooler water and air temps. So that's been uh, really nice. But, yeah, you know, hopefully Mother Nature just uh, – keeps cooperating with us until we get through the end of our season. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it seems like so far the weather's been been pretty good since that warm week, and I know that 
next uh, seven to ten days there's a few chances of rain in there but uh, uh, temperature wise it, it does look like we're going to be pretty good for you coach we mentioned here at the beginning of the show you guys back in action this morning uh, you guys are headed up to Fort Dodge for their invite uh, this is always a pretty strong field you guys usually do very very well there uh, what's the thought process going in yeah you know um the girls they've got a great attitude going like i said the times have been fairly decent so you know they're they're feeling confident um yeah it, it's we're just gonna go up and uh, do the best we can and that's all i ever asked for them is just give me the best you got and yeah you know they're gonna i think we're gonna come out just fine Who who's the good competition that you guys will see well sioux city's looking really good this year um so that that'll be something we're really going to push to try and take as take away as many places from them as we can. Um, you know, hopefully we can do that. Uh, Fort Dodge is looking pretty strong this year. They've got some swimmers that have really developed nicely. So um, you know, we're we'll be shooting to go after them too. Coach, I know you've had girls swimming in different events and kind of moving them around a little bit. Uh, what's that look like today? Relays fairly set. Going to make any changes to those today? No, right. Relays are going to stay the same as they are. Um, the the girls will be swimming their strong events this, for this meet. For invites, we always <clears throat> swim our strongest events. Um, duels, double duels is when we'll change events around a little bit. But, um, you know, for invites, you know, the girls have that opportunity to bring home hardware. So, um, you know, we, we put them in their best events that they can, so hopefully they can bring something home with them. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Best of luck today up in Fort Dodge. And looking forward to catching up with you again next week. Great. Thank you. You bet. Head Coach Deb Danner again with the Carroll Girls Swim Team. Back with more of the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show coming up next year on KCIM. Do you notice loved ones who have given up on their appearances, sleep at odd hours of the day, have extreme mood changes, isolate themselves, or are getting into trouble with the law? Do you fear they may be struggling with addiction to alcohol or other drugs? In recognition of National Recovery Month, the Recovery Center at Meaning Regional Healthcare Center wants to remind you to keep an eye on loved ones if you recognize any of these symptoms. The Recovery Center offers personalized treatment plans based on an individual's addiction and core values. Call 712-655-2300 for help today. Welcome back here on the Pizza Ranch Scoreboard Show. Jeff Langman wrapping things up before this Saturday morning. Again, we've got Iowa State football just moments away here. Uh, the Cyclones out in Ohio today. Pre-game coverage begins at 9. They'll kick that game off at 11 o'clock today. It is a fairly busy local sports day today uh, in swimming. Carroll girls go to Fort Dodge in volleyball. It'll be Arweva at West Harrison's tournament. That starts at 9 this morning. Carroll Tigers hosting their tournament this morning. I'm headed up there as soon as I get done here. Audubon, Icam Manning, and South Central Calhoun, the other local teams. They started that at 8.30 this morning. Coon Rabbits Baird goes over to the OABCIG tournament. That starts at 10 o'clock this morning. Kemper's at the CYO tournament. That's at Bishop Heedland today. That'll start at 9 o'clock. 
o'clock. And Glidden Ralston goes to ACGC's tournament. And again, that also got underway at 9 o'clock this morning. Want to thank, uh, of course, Pizza Ranch, our new sponsor here for our Saturday morning coaches show. Also want to thank all of our coaches. They take time out of very busy schedules to be able to chat with us every week. So we thank them for that. That includes Craig Rowetter from the Carroll football team, Ryan Steinkamp from the Kemper football team, Michaela Klink from the Carroll volleyball team, Rusty Wintermote with the Kemper volleyball team, Thomas Nelson with the uh, Kemper cross country country teams and Deb Danner as well with the uh, Carroll girls swim team. So again, uh, we'll have uh, Brinks exterior sports report recaps of all of today's local sporting events. We'll also get recap stories up on the Brinks exterior sports report for all nine of our area football games on Friday night. A lot of that stuff won't get posted until Sunday uh, and stuff. So, uh, but uh, check that out if you haven't done that before. So again, all of last night's games are podcast on the website. You can find a complete score and a complete rundown of the scores from around the state of Iowa available. Uh, on the website at sports.1380kcim.com. Uh, so lots of things, uh, broadcast of the games, video broadcast. Check out that website if you haven't done it again at sports.1380kcim.com.